These days, most people know that surgeons can perform heart transplants, lung transplants, and we even occasionally hear about limb and even face transplants. But next year, a new type of transplant uh, is going to be trialled in Australia, at least. It's the uterus transplant. If the technique can be done successfully, it'd make a viable pregnancy possible for a woman who'd otherwise be unable to carry a child. Dr. Rebecca Deans is a fertility and IVS specialist at Genia and has been given the approval and is leading the project to start the uterus transplant trial in Australia. Dr. Rebecca Deans, welcome to Sunday Extra. Thank you very much for having me. It's great to be speaking with you about this. I was surprised to read that the first successful uterus transplant was uh, a decade ago in 2012. Could you tell us about the procedure and what the current state of, of research and practice is for uterus transplants? Yes, absolutely. So um, this procedure was um, really started by Professor Mats Brandstrom. He's a Swedish gynaecologist. He started his journey actually in Australia as a, um, a fellow in gynaecology in Adelaide where he first had the idea of doing a uterus transplant for a woman who had lost her uterus because of cervical cancer. So he spent 10 years developing a procedure, experimenting in the various models um, such as rodent and, um, you know, sheep models to get it to the point of human experimentation. And that's when I first met him in 2010 when he had an ethics approval to start doing the, um, these transplant procedures in the human model. Mm. Um, the procedure is through his um, development, he improves the technique by involving a multidisciplinary team, transplant surgeons, vascular surgeons, and the way that you do your hysterectomy, which is removing the uterus, um, is a little bit um, of a bigger procedure, but that then encompasses taking some of the blood vessels, which then you can attach and it makes it a more robust graft or transplanted organ. Uh, how successful are uh, uterus transplants and I mean, how many have been done? So there have been more than 75 done through around the world. Um, there have been about six or seven that were removed in the first, you know, six to 12 months because of organ failure. So that organ failure might be because of blood clotting or rejection because, as you know, with all transplants, when you put them into someone else's body, we have a tendency to reject the organ and we need immunosuppressant mm. medications and sometimes those, those immunosuppressants just don't work. So about, um, you know, most of them, 10% of them have had an early failure, if you like, and then really the ultimate success of a uterus is its ability to carry a child. So we know that there have been around 35 um, live births of those transplanted organs, from those transplanted organs, I should say. Yeah. Uh, what are the sort of um, unique challenges of doing a, a uterus transplant? Now, are there sort of different ethical questions that arise with this procedure? Yes, absolutely. So obviously you need an organ and most of the procedures around the world have been performed using a living donor. So that's someone who donates their organ in the similar way that you may donate a kidney well, because we've got two kidneys. You can donate a kidney to a loved one. Um, often the the, um, the living donor is a loved one, like a mother or a sister mm. who no longer needs their uterus and is then um, giving that uterus to their, their loved one. But the problem that we have in Australia is, um, or problem or not problem, um, anything donated is an altruistic donation. And um, 
And so you have to be very clear about the altruism involved and, and, um, and a lot of women actually who require it, an organ donation don't actually have a living donor. So in my study, we are looking at both um, living and deceased uh, donors. Yes, and uh, does that does that in itself the moving to deceased donors as well create different medical and ethical considerations? Yes, in a way, I, I think that medically we don't know in great detail how the uterus survives. There hasn't been a, a lot of research mm. looking at the um, survival time. Um, obviously, with the organ. As an example, if someone has a car accident in Dubbo and uh, someone in Sydney is requiring of the organ, the time of um, death, if you like, to then transporting the organ and being able to put it into someone else's body, um, there's a whole lot of logistics, as you can imagine, and the organ... um, is impaired by its lack of blood supply, and all organs are, but to a greater or lesser lesser extent. And we don't know exactly how long that uterus can survive. Um, And, in fact, we are doing research in that area to try and answer those questions so that we make the procedure safer for everyone involved. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Dr. Rebecca Deans, who is leading the project to conduct uterus transplants in Australia. Uh, Rebecca, uh, when will the first procedure occur and what's the process for working out who's involved in, in the trial? Absolutely. So we're hoping early next year we'll do the first surgery. Um, at the moment, we have expressions of interest for people coming forward wanting to be uh, the first, you know, donor and recipient couple or, or those who request a uterus transplantation but don't have a living donor. So we're working through um, possible candidates um, and we have a, a data safety and security monitoring board as part of our, as parallel to our study, um, who will assess those candidates in great detail to work out who they're best suited to. And I'm pretty sure the organ donation form doesn't have a box for uterus donation yet. How how will you go about um, finding donors outside those sort of um, immediate family members and those sorts of things? Absolutely. So, um, so no, you're right that that you don't tick a box saying uterus, but um, with all deceased um, donation, there is a donor conversation that occurs with the organ tissue um, donation service and they're, and they're very expert um, counsellors and nurses who are involved in those donor conversations. So when someone has an untimely death, the family are involved and, um, and the requests are made as to whether they consent to their loved one being a donor and that's whether they've ticked that box or not. And then Beyond that, um, for the standard organs, an extra conversation needs to be had to say, would you then also consider Mm. a uterus donation, knowing that it is research, that it's not an established technique as yet? Indeed. Well, we wish you all the very best for um, conducting that research and uh, maybe it will become an established technique as a result of it. Uh, Dr. Rebecca Deans, thanks very much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been great. That was uh, Rebecca Deans. I was interested to read also that former Olympian Jana Pittman, who's now a doctor, um, has also been involved in observing um, uterus transplant programs in Sweden and will be involved with that program too. So uh, fascinating work coming up in Australia in the next year or so. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.